The Productive Woman, Episode 1. Hello, and welcome to this very first episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is the podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and the encouragement you need to manage your time, your energy, your stress, and your stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about and make a life that matters. Welcome, and thank you for joining me. If you've taken the time to listen this far, I'm going to assume it's because you're a woman who's interested in productivity. Maybe you're just curious, or maybe you're looking for some help in managing your time and your stuff so you can do the things that matter to you and enjoy your life a little more. So who is this podcast for? It's for women who are busy, which is pretty much all of us. It's for wives and mothers. It's for people who have careers either in or outside the home. Either way, if you're like me, you care very much about excelling at all the things you do. But maybe sometimes you struggle with trying to keep up with everything. If you're looking for help in managing that stuff and doing those things that matter to you, this podcast was created to help. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you why I decided to start this podcast and what you can expect to hear in coming episodes, and a little bit about me, so you can decide whether you want to listen to me, whether this is something you want to spend time with. I hope that after listening, you'll decide to join me for future episodes, and we can go on this journey together. So let's get right into it. What is The Productive Woman all about? You know, why did I decide to start this podcast? I've had a lifelong interest in time management, organization. Uh, You know, I'm kind of geeky about organizing and managing stuff, planning things, just general productivity stuff. It's just something I've always been interested in. My husband will tell you, uh, you know, much to his chagrin, that I have literally dozens of books on the topic. I've read countless articles. It's just something I've been interested in literally since I was a kid. Um, I love technology. I love computers and tools and, and finding ways to be more efficient about doing the things I need to do and doing them well and leaving time for the things in life that really matter. So since this has been a lifelong interest, I've had a lot of conversations with other people, uh, shared the things I've learned, talked, you know, and learned from other people. And at various times, people have encouraged me to share what I know with them. Um, and this whole idea of doing a podcast is something that kind of caught my attention in the last year or so. I just kind of thought it was a, a good fit for sharing this kind of information. But it's more than just wanting to talk about productivity and technology and those sorts of things. One of the things that's come out of the conversations I've had with women over the years is that so many women in this 21st century world we live in are feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and stressed out. They, you know, maybe like they're not doing a very good job um, as a wife or a mom or or just, you know, any of the the many roles that we take on, um, feeling inadequate. Um, And, you know, I've heard that from various women, one of the things that's that's um, uh, I've also noticed is that very often um, I hear women say, you know, I thought I, I was the only one. I look around me, I see, 
everybody else seems to have it all together. So I better just keep my mouth shut and not admit that I'm struggling because, you know, people will, um, will judge me and think that I'm, you know, less than or uh, inadequate. And, and, you know, I totally get that. I have felt that way. Um, even though I've, you know, in the areas of productivity and time management and stuff, as I said, I've, I've kind of studied that, made a study of it um, since I was, you know, at least in my teens. I still don't always feel like I'm doing a good job of it. And um, for many years, I, I thought I was the only one. I felt like I was surrounded by women who seemed to have it all together. And um, one of the cool things, I guess, that came out, as I said, uh, from these discussions is finding out that lots of other women felt the same as I did. Um, And I guess the, you know, the little secret is we all feel that way from time to time. And, And so if you feel that way, you're not alone. You're not the only one. Um, and so uh, one of the things I wanted to do with this podcast was create a, a community where people can talk about these things and be honest. And, and you know, one of the decisions I've made in recent years is uh, to, to be more, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest about who I am and, and the struggles that I have. And it's not about being you know, negative Nelly or anything like that. But just being honest and open and transparent, because if we're all hiding behind these facades of, of I've got it all together, just like you, we, we miss out on opportunities to connect and to learn from each other and to make our lives better and richer and more meaningful. So, um, you know, that's the point, I guess, of what I want to do with this um with this podcast is make it make an opportunity for people to do just that to to learn from each other. So you know what's the premise? What what do I plan to cover in this podcast in coming episodes? Pretty much anything related to productivity. Um, I want to talk about all you know time management, organization of stuff uh, as the way I refer to it, the, you know, all the belongings we have that take up the space in the world around us, um, managing stress, uh, you know, all those things are kind of fair game for uh, the productive woman and for conversations in the future. And um, I'll be looking for suggestions. I'm hopeful that um, folks will engage the conversation in the comments and in, um, I'll tell a little more about how you can share your questions or your suggestions. Um, And um, that we can, you know, just share that information and learn from each other. Um, The structure is going to be kind of straightforward. I I expect that it's going to be, I'm going to try for a weekly podcast, uh, probably about 30 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes. Um, you know, not so long that you can't um, fit it into your life. Longer, you know, about the length of the time maybe that you'd be on the treadmill or out for uh, a run if you do that kind of thing, uh, walking the dog or, or running errands. Long enough to get some useful practical information, but not so long you can't fit it into your day. And um, my thought is that each week I will have a tool of the week uh, that's going to be... Um, something that 
I have found that's been useful to me in, in managing some element of my life. It might be a piece of software that's really useful, a website I've found that's helpful, a piece of equipment, anything like that may be a, a tool that I will share. There will be a tip of the week, and that I I kind of envision as something very practical uh, that you can do, you know, put into practice in your life to help in some little area. Or maybe it'll be a quote or, or something that will inspire and encourage you in, in this sort of journey of, of um, doing a better job of managing our lives. And then finally, there'll be a topic of the week. And that'll be, you know, kind of the focus of each episode, a little bit longer discussion of some element of productivity and, and, you know, making our lives better. So that's kind of the going to be the basic week to week structure from one episode to the next. I'm hoping that once a month, um, I will be able to include an interview. Because uh, I, I don't want this to be a show about me and about what I know, necessarily. I, I'm hopeful that I can talk to you know, like I said, once a month, talk to women from various walks of life about the tools and techniques that they use to manage their busy lives. And and so, you know, see what we can learn from them and what they're doing. So I, I'm really looking forward to that element of it, because I, I love learning how, um, what processes and tools and so on that other women use to, um, to do the things that they want to do. So that's kind of the basic structure that I expect to um, kind of, it's a work in process, but that's that's what I'm shooting for. And so, you know, the next question kind of is, um, you know, why me? You might be wondering, who, who, who are you and why should I listen to you? What qualifies you to talk about this stuff? So I, while I don't want this podcast to be about me, I thought it kind of made sense for me to give you a little background on who I am and where I come from. So you can, you know, think about whether um, I'm somebody you want to listen to, whether I have anything worthwhile to, to speak into your life, I guess. So, so who am I? I'm a 54 year old woman. Uh, I live in Texas. I've been married for 35 years to Mike, who, you know, he's not technically my high school sweetheart, because although we grew up in the same uh, area, or we went to high school in the same area, we went to rival high schools. And so, you know, we didn't see each other at school. We met in a music group in um, our senior year of high school. And when he came in as the bass player in a Christian music group that I was one of the singers in. And so, you know, we, we interacted a little bit during that year, but um, he, he was one of the, you know, part of the rhythm section playing bass, and I was one of the singers. And if you, if you uh, spend any time around musicians in, in your younger years, in your high school years, you probably know that, that the, the rhythm section, the guitar players, the drummers, and so on, they, they kind of don't really think the singers are actually musicians. And that was sort of a, a, you know, an ongoing good-natured joke. But, but anyway, we actually connected shortly after we graduated from our respective high schools. And, I mean, there's kind of a f- funny story there that I am not going to tell r- right now. But 
we, you know, we we kind of found that we had a lot of, in common, and uh, that was in you know July, June, July of uh, right after we'd graduated from high school, and by October we were engaged, and the following March we got married. So we were 18 when we got married. We started our family uh, a couple years later when we were just before we turned 21. Uh, our oldest child was born and kind of gone from there. Um, we Sometimes I feel like I have lived uh, multiple lives uh, over the course of my 54 years on the planet uh, I've homeschooled my children. I taught childbirth classes for a few years. I actually gave birth to my two youngest children at home. We've cared for foster children. I I taught uh, have taught adult Sunday school classes. I've led women's ministries programs, uh, done workshops at uh, homeschooling conferences. In my early 30s, I went back to college graduated in my mid-30s with a bachelor's in political science, and then uh, our family moved from Nebraska to New York so I could attend Cornell Law School, and then to Dallas, uh, where I joined the major law firm, where I'm now a partner at a major law, uh, one of the big law firms here in Dallas. I practice real estate law, and that's what I do for my day job. Uh, we have five kids, and five grandchildren with another one on the way very shortly as I'm recording this. And uh, so we've, we've kind of had an interesting life over the years, done a lot of cool things that, um, you know, it's been an adventure. But uh, through all those lives, through all the, the adventures that I've gone, I've always kind of had, uh, really had a passion for connecting with other women and um, communicating with them the lessons that I've learned from, you know, the small triumphs of my life and, frankly, from my terrible mistakes. I, um, I love to write. I enjoy public speaking. I, I, and I just really, uh, I have this passion for encouraging women uh, as they're sort of navigating the, the stressful waters of life as a 21st century woman. It's, it's rough, out there at times and um, you know I certainly don't have all the answers but I, I like to share what I've learned and learn from other women and you know see how we can help each other become um, create those lives that matter and and find some peace and some purpose in our lives so that's kind of me in a nutshell and uh, you know I guess the, the the next question you may have is, well, what can you expect from this podcast? I've talked a little about the structure, um, the what what my commitment to listeners is. You can expect, first of all, transparency. As I've said before, I think one of the biggest um, st- uh, roadblocks we throw up in our lives is the are these facades that we put on and and this effort to pretend that we've got things more in control than we do sometimes. I I just think it's so critically important that we be honest with each other and help, um, you know, help, help each other grow and encourage each other by um, kind of doing, doing life, doing the journey together. And so I'm committed to being transparent 
and op- open about who I am and and uh, the things that I'm struggling with and learning. Uh, so transparency number one, uh, you can expect practical information that you can put to use in your life. I hope you never leave an episode of this podcast without something that you can put to use in your life right away, whether it's the tip of the week, the tool, the topic, whatever it is, some little thing that you can take out there and, um, you know, just improve some little area of your life. So transparency, practical, useful information, you can expect responsiveness. I really hope to hear from you. Uh, you know, questions, suggestions for topics, uh, ideas, you know, for tips and tools that I can share. I don't pretend to have all the answers. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to grow and improve. And I really, really want to uh, use this podcast as a, a, a platform to create a community uh, where we can learn from each other. So um, I'll tell in a little bit ways that you can uh, communicate with me. And I promise that if I hear from you, um, you'll hear back. I will address, do my best to address your questions, um, take your suggestions to heart, and um, make this a dialogue. And finally, uh, you can expect empathy. I mean, if you're struggling with trying to manage your life and and accomplish the things that really matter to you, um, boy, I get that. Uh, I understand what you're going through because I am right there with you. I I um, so so I want to you know share that experience with you and let's see if we can help each other. If that sounds interesting to you, if that sounds like it might be something useful, I hope that you will consider, you know, joining me in future episodes and see where we can go with this. So, um, you know, let's take a minute and and talk about the tip of the week. And I thought that uh, for this first time, I would, uh, the tip of the week is going to be related to passwords. Um, Most of us have lots of different uh, password protected sites that we interact with on a regular basis. Um, you know, our passwords for our computers, uh, for online banking sites, maybe travel sites, airlines, or, or whatever, shopping, you know, Amazon, those sorts of things. Um, there's some, I've read one statistic that the average person regularly visits 25 password protected sites. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll say I've got, you know, many, many more than that that I access from one time to another. But um, interestingly, that same statistic says that um, the, the, the average person regularly visits 25 password-protected sites but only uses six different passwords. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people use the, the same uh, password for every site, or for at least for multiple sites. There was one statistic I read that 33% of people use the same password for every site they get on. Well, what's the problem with that? Um, if you've watched the news in the last year or so, you may have seen stories about um, some pretty high-profile uh, website hacks. Adobe was one of them. Target uh, Target's website was hacked. And... Um, 
the hackers get access to uh, the information of the people who have you know who use that site and one of the pieces of information they like to get is the password and so if you um if you if if people who say use the target website um were using the same password on the target site as they use on other sites the hackers now ha- could have access to the information on these other sites uh if if you've lost you know your security on one website there's a good chance that that uh, a hacker is going to be able to get at other websites that you um that you use and can get you know all sorts of information that you probably don't want them to have um so it it's really become more and more important as more of our life is online for us to uh, to have better and more secure passwords the the best practices with respect to using passwords is that they should be complex they should be unique and they should be frequently changed um so what does that mean complex means a password of at least 8 preferably 12 or more characters um a and a mix of letters and numbers and other unusual characters like an exclamation point or an asterisk or something like that uh not a dictionary word not you know something simple that a hacker could figure out easily um the one of the most common commonly used um the password when again one article i read said the top Uh, the weakest password that gets used is password and uh, you know people use passwords like 123456 or that sort of thing uh, a quarter of the top most common passwords are first names the problem is that an expert hacker can crack the average password in over or in under 3 minutes and um, then they've got access to your information so it's important that um you think about this and use these more complex uh, and longer passwords so complex unique and that means using a different password for every important website um not using the same website on your bank uh, your online bank account as you use for amazon or for anything else it's important for the reason i talked about earlier if you use a different w- password a different complex password for each important website then you lower the risk of losing information because if one of those sites gets hacked and they get access to that one password they don't automatically have access to uh, your other websites so it's important that you have a separate and unique a different password for every key um website that you use. And finally they should be frequently changed. You know, best practices are to change those passwords monthly, but uh, honestly most of us just aren't going to do that. So quarterly would be an alternative at least twice a year. Maybe consider changing your passwords on key sites. And and when I say key sites, I'm talking about things like your um online banking, probably your uh if you have web-based uh email, those sorts of things where there might be really sensitive information that is important to you that uh people not get a hold of uh seriously consider changing those more often um so you know one of the things i wanted to start with as as we kick off this pa- uh, this podcast 
um, is really in, in the weeks to come, give some thought to how secure your online passwords are and your online accounts and, th- and, and to creating these, you know, complex, unique, and frequently changed passwords for those, those sites and those places that you most would uh, want to protect. And that kind of segues into the tool of the week, which is the password manager. Um, you know, realistically, with with us having most of us having so many different accounts and different devices that we need passwords for, it, it's it's almost impossible to remember a whole bunch of unique and complex eight to twelve you know character passwords. This is where a password manager really steps in and can make your life so much easier. A password manager is simply a program that can create complex passwords. It can store them for you securely and um, can log you into the websites that they go with. You only have to remember one password, and that's the password for the password manager itself. And all your others are going to be secure, and it makes it easier to follow these best practices with respect to passwords. Um, the two most common uh, that I hear about, there are others, but the the two most commonly uh, talked about password managers are uh, 1Password and LastPass. And they have a couple things in common. They, they have some differences, but... Um, each of these works on all platforms, whether it's you know a Mac, a PC, uh, your Android device, your iPhone. Um, they work on, uh, all the way all across them, and they synchronize across them, so they're available to you on any platform that you use. They each have um, internet browser extensions that are real easily installed, and um, so that it helps you for just logging into you know when I need to make an airplane reservation. Um, I've, my, I've got an extension in my browsers that I use. And so I just go to, you know, AmericanAirlines.com and it automatically logs me in, plugs in my username and my password and, and, and logs me right in. So I don't have to remember that as long as I'm logged into my password manager. So it's really, it really helps make it very simple for you to uh, have greater security online. Um, the, one I uh, uh, the techies that I listen to, and I follow a lot of podcasts and, and blogs and things on kind of tech related stuff. A lot of them I hear talking about one password. It's kind of the the Cadillac of of password managers, and uh, I've I've never used it. I've heard it's really great. I, it comes very highly recommended, um, and I'll have a. a I will have link a link in the show notes for this episode where you can get more information about it, and I'll tell you how to find that here in a little bit. Um, and the the one I use is called LastPass, and it has a lot of the same features as One Password. It it has a free version, um, and then it has a paid version, which I think is like you know twelve dollars a year that gives you some extra functionality. That and so that's what I use. Um, they both have. Uh, not only the ability to generate and store these passwords for you, but they also give you the ability to um, to create secure notes where you can store important information very securely, whether it's, say, your passport information or, you know, any of those kinds of uh, 
you know, social security numbers, different things like that can be stored in here. And it's all encrypted. It's all synchronized across your devices. So you can get at it from wherever you want through the, um, and, uh, and really helps you, as I said, manage that process and make it easier for you to use um, a, a more secure way of accessing your online world. So I hope you'll look into that. As I said, the, um, the, there are links to both one information uh, about one password and last pass in the show notes. And you can find the show notes uh, on my website, you know, in the, in, uh, in my blog really for this, um, for this episode, you can, f- the easiest way to find the show notes would be to go to um, the productive and, and then just look for episode one. Uh, you can also find it by going to, you know, my main website, which is laura-mcclellan.com. And that's Laura, L-A-U-R-A-McClellan, M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N.com. Go to the blog and you'll, um, you'll see the, the show notes there for this episode one of The Productive Woman. So I hope that's helpful. I hope you will look into it. If you have questions, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you some information about how you can um, reach out to me, and I'd love to hear from you. So that's basically it for this very first real episode of The Productive Woman. Uh, if you think it's something you'd like to hear more of, I hope you'll consider subscribing in iTunes, um, and then you'll get all the episodes as they, you know, pushed out to you uh, as they come along. And you can kind of come along for this um, for this journey with me. If you really think this is worthwhile, it'd be great if you would consider rating the podcast in iTunes. That helps a lot with keeping the podcast visible so people who've never heard of it, and there are lots of them right now, um, can discover it and join the community and be part of this. Um, so consider doing that. If you'd like to comment on this episode... Again, you can go to theproductivewoman.com, go to the show notes for episode one and scroll down to the comments section, or you can leave a voice message for me by clicking on the little link on the right-hand side of my website. There's a, a, a little tab there on the right that invites you to leave a voice message, and you just click on that, and you can record it right in there, and it'll come right to me. I really would love to hear from you. It, you know, comments, questions, suggestions of how I can make this better and more useful to you. Um, I, I really do want to hear from you, and I promise I will, um, I will respond. So consider that. A couple of quick things. Um, my husband, who's uh, not only an engineer but also a, a brilliant musician, um, has created some music for this podcast. I thank him very much. I feel very fortunate to have somebody like that in my life who supports me and 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 can put his creative skills to work in uh, making making this uh, a better experience for people. My, uh, I, I plan on the next episode being about catching a vision for the second half of the year. As I'm recording this, it's early July. And, um, you know, so we're into the second half of 2014. 
And I really wanted to, you know, I was thinking about how so often we get caught up in the day-to-day just trying to, you know, do the things we need to do. And it's easy to lose sight of the big picture. But if we really want to create lives that matter, it's important to kind of take that step back and think about, you know, what what are we, what is our, my life about? What matters most to me? What are my priorities? What do I want to big picture accomplish in my life? And um, how can I do that in a way that, um, you know, makes sense? And so I, that's how I wanted to start off this podcast, you know, with, with thinking about the big picture before we get down into the weeds of, of, you know, goal setting and time management and some of those other things that we'll talk about in episodes to come. Um, so if you think that's interesting, sounds interesting, I hope you'll come along. If you have a question about the topic of, you know, priorities and, and life planning, that sort of thing, again, you can um, leave a comment in the show notes. You can send me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. That's feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or again, leave me a voicemail message by clicking on that tab in the right-hand side of my website, which again is at www.laura-mcclellan.com. So uh, I look forward to hearing from you. You know, to to wrap things up, I guess I want to say that if my experiences and those of the women I've talked to are any indication, there are a lot of us out here a lot of women feeling overloaded, overstressed, and and sometimes overwhelmed by the multiple demands on their time, their energy, and their attention. And I want to help. Do I have the answers? No. I've got some ideas though, and I really believe that if we're honest and open with each other, we can figure out some solutions together. I hope you will join me on that journey and become a part of that conversation. I look forward to talking with you again, and until then, remember to extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter.